2: Good Monday morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to G's Power Hour I've Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today and hope you are um, having a a blessed day. And I know for some of you, this day is is difficult. And for some of you, you know, you're still trying to figure out how to process it. Um, Others, you know, others weren't born um, at this time. Uh, and still you know and trying to f- figure out from other people how to feel about it but today is um not 911 uh this was attacks um carried out by al qaeda against the united states um it happened on Tuesday September 11 2001 for those of you that do recall a little bit about it what do you remember personally and what do you you, know, you remember from what family and friends and um, the news told you. Uh, please join the conversation. Number five one six three eight seven one nine four four. But in the meantime, we are pleased to welcome back author and professor and uh, the chair of the Department of Criminal Justice from the uh, Roosevelt School in Long Island University, uh, Dr. Harvey Wolf Kushner joins us back today. Hi.
1: Hi. How are you? Good to see All you. All right. Welcome back. My pleasure.
2: Thank you so much. So how have you been, first of all?
1: Well, you know, getting along, uh, very busy, keeps me active, keeps me out of trouble. Uh, But I'm so happy to speak to you today. Uh, I'm always happy to, but uh, this occasion, you know, is sort of very blue feeling for me, and I'm sure from a lot of your listeners and yourself for two years. uh, But, you know, it seems just like you know yesterday yeah I, for for a lot of people
2: i i'm sure i wanted to find out from you where were you uh you know that's usually the question what, do you do <laughs> you a, recall where oh, you yeah. were when this happened
1: well uh, funny you should ask that it almost sound like we plotted this um uh, but um where was i uh this is going to be A lot of people know this. It's been written up. Uh, I was getting ready. I was getting dressed, and I was getting ready, actually, to go into the Fox News studios in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, to talk about something related to terrorism, not specifically this, but something else. And as I was getting dressed, my phone rang, and it was my daughter. And my daughter lived um, in New York City, she was going to New York University at the time, and she was living on the corner of Waverly and Mercer. She was on the top floor of an apartment, and she saw the first plane go into the building. And um, she heard the commotion, and she called me, and she told me. So I was on the phone talking to her. Uh, very, you know, I was concerned what happened, obviously, because this is something that I've uh, you know, warned the government about for many years. Mm-hmm. And I was concerned about my daughter. And a uh, uh, few minutes later, uh, the phone rang again, and it was Fox News. And it was uh, John Scott. And he said, Harvey, we're going to put you on the air. We've got to talk about this. Uh, you know." And uh, I was on TV uh, talking to, to Fox News. Uh, what was the ramifications of this? And, in fact, uh, the signal from the show never went down because Fox News didn't have its towers on the World Trade Center. They still had it on the Empire State. And the piece that mm. I'm on the show was on is constantly played every 9-11. So just like you called today, I get tons of calls from people saying, you know, mm-hmm. I remember that morning when you were on uh, television talking about what was happening. And I remember t- saying that day and uh, the Associated Press picked it up, uh, the quote that I made. Uh, I don't remember it exactly, but it was something like this, uh, you know, this is monumental. This is going to change our lives moving forward. And, um, you know, so not only do I remember it, you know, but I, I feel almost, well, I, I feel responsible that I didn't do enough to stop it from happening. But, um, mm. you know, that day brings back memory. So in answer to your question, you know, I, I was, I was doing something related to that that day. And, um, and, and then I'll tell you something else. Then after Fox News brought me down to the city, uh, I was able to get in the next day, and uh, I was reporting from that region. I reported for Fox News. I reported for the BBC and a few other uh, stations, world, or companies worldwide, and I was stationed at one point on the roof on a building right looking down on where the towers collapsed and, you know, the sight of the pile, as they call it, and the smoke and the smell, till this day triggers memories of, you know, what what we went through as a nation.
2: So I was <laughs> definitely not doing anything as significant. I was actually sitting in a Hyundai dealership, Uh, Mm -hmm. getting my car looked at and sitting in the guest area. And, you know, Good Morning Miracle was on, and I had been watching it for a while, and I got distracted with my phone. And in that time that I got distracted with my phone, things changed just that quickly because, you know, it went from the regular programming to all of a sudden there's this live programming, and, and I look up, and, you know, it's one of the towers. That you know the smoke is billowing and everything, and you know I mean, and also too, just the room changed from you know little conversations to no one's talking everybody's eyes are fixed on on the television uh trying to you know just just in in, in amazement and in disbelief uh you know it's like really this this is this is not a movie, this is. This is real. This is happening. And, you know, uh, with, and most people have some sort of connection with someone in New York. So it's a matter of, oh, my goodness, you know, is, is there, you know, X person or Y person that is, that may have been impacted by this. Hmm. And then, yeah. you know, and then just the whole day continued to uh, unfold, you know.
1: It's funny, um, yeah. Excuse me. But uh, I connected to that so many different ways uh, Mm -hmm. with the World Trade Center. uh, Not only uh, on 9-11, but many years before. In fact, in 1993, on February 22nd, Mm -hmm. they blew up uh, the B-2 level, uh, the bomb. They placed the bomb in a B-2 level in a rider truck. Uh, That killed uh, killed six people. I I was involved in that case. Uh, I wound up uh, representing uh, two individuals who uh, survived uh, bombing on the B two level of the building, Uh, uh, and uh, we won a uh, a humongous settlement from the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey for them. They survived. Uh, They were severely injured. As you know, a thousand, six people, I think six died, uh, and a 1,000 mm-hmm. were injured. So uh, I, I was privy to tons of information about the threats made through that building uh, going back many years before 1993. So I, I was intimately involved. And, in fact, a lot of the information that I was given in the discovery process, I still don't, can't talk about because, you know, it was, mm-hmm. uh, and and so I, I clearly, you know, I'm tied to that and, you know, even going bef- back before that, I was involved because I remember the building of the world trade center. I, I, I you know, this was before GPS you know, when I was in the city and I got lost, I would look up and I'd see the towers and I know how to navigate where to go from the towers So, you know, I've had love affair with that building and that area way before 9-11. And, and so many other incidents in my life uh, surround that particular event. In fact, you know, if your listeners uh, pull up a book that I did um, uh, back in 1997, it has the World Trade Center on the cover and has a sniper scope uh, just where the plane went in. Because we knew about this, we knew that this was could, could happen. We warned so many times about the possibility, but you know it it wasn't malicious, it wasn't uh you know on purpose, but a lot of people in government just didn't believe it could happen and happen again. but we were warned many times before that about flying planes into buildings we We knew about this in, in fact <laughs> You know, when you, it's funny you should ask, what's my relation to it? Well, prior to 9-11, I was involved in another case, United States versus Osama bin Laden. And we were trialing that case in Foley Square, which is, you know, a stone's throw from the World Trade Center. And we finished, we finished up uh, the case in August of 2001. In August of 2001, we finished the case. Uh, and I was on the, actually um, involved as an expert witness in that case. And um, prior to that, in August of 2001, I was invited by the Mystery Writers of America to do a panel on terrorism uh, for their writers. And a, a friend of mine also was on the panel, me, John O'Neill, who was in the FBI. And we said we could participate, but he was still in the FBI. And I was, you know, still on with this case. We hadn't finished up yet. So when they asked us a lot of questions about Al Qaeda and Osama bin Laden, we couldn't talk because we were sworn because him for his job and me, because I was on a federal case and, um, we finished that uh, uh, presentation that morning in August, and I said to John uh, after was over, I said, well, when are you leaving the FBI? And he told me, I said, when do you start your new job? He says, well, I start my new job on September 11th. So I said, congratulations. I hope you enjoy it. It's a great career choice for you. You know when he started work on 9-11? He was head of security at the World Trade Center. John O'Neill died that day, saving people's lives. So when you ask me, when you ask me, I I could give you tons of stories and the number of people I've lost. Friends of mine who I've lost who, you know, were in the building as well as after was down there working the pile, died from cancer. uh, Very close friends of mine. So, um, never forget rings ring. I think of it all the time. I I can't drive uh, to the Midtown tunnel in New York and look at the new towers and it it just brings chills. Uh, You know, talking to you now just begins to, you know, just uh, bring back the memories. And, you know, uh, when, when it happened uh, for, for almost one solid year, I didn't sleep. I was doing nonstop, media, I was working with the, it, it. It was, a, it, it, it was a, a, an epic time. It was similar to times we went through in the United States such as the Civil War, such as Pearl Harbor, World War II. Uh, this in its own right was just a very traumatic, traumatic event for the American psyche. And uh, quite frankly, uh, I get a little annoyed when I speak to younger people who, you know, don't, uh, uh, you know, weren't there and don't understand the ramifications. Maybe that's better. Maybe they can forget. Uh, I'm also quite upset to tell you the truth about the president not being here in this country, being away in Alaska. Uh, every president since has been either in New York or in Washington or in the field in Pennsylvania where those brave souls took down that plane that was headed for the Capitol or the White House. Uh, and I still think, you know, it's we should move on. Obviously, life goes on. But we should never forget that day when we lost so many, so many souls who were just going to work, you know. And the number of firemen and police officers and first responders we lost here in the city of New York is is, is is the words can't describe the, the agony of that you know sorry for being so uh, no, no 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 don't being... apologize
2: at all because you know you have a, a closer perspective than than quite a few people that I know um i want to ask you though okay so today we're you know reflecting back we're tolling bells we're Flying Mm -hmm. flags, uh, half staff. You know, we're having all these symbolic um, types of gestures, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. But being, you have a unique perspective with in terms of dealing with terrorism, and I just wanted to ask you what, in terms of the cold hard facts, what really should have been or should be the takeaway from 911.
1: Well, you know, it depends on, on on how you look at it. Uh what, one takeaway that I had was the change in the spirit in this country where everybody pulled together. Uh if only we could bottle that feeling that mm-hmm. we had, you know. Uh Yeah. I, Uh, And I'll tell you why. Because when the first bombing occurred in uh, 1993 on February 26th, I I went around uh, the country with, um, hardly enough, with the New Scotland Yard (laughs) from London. Because we were trying to train law enforcement agencies about the possibility of terrorist attack here in the United States. And the reason why I did it with Scotland Yard was because they had a lot of experience in dealing with terrorism uh, in in um, from Northern Ireland, you know what I'm saying, and, and 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 they were bombed in in London and things like that. And when I went around and when I talked to people in Texas, in Oklahoma, in California, all across the country, you know what they said? They, 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 it didn't resonate with them. Yeah, you know, you got bombed, but it was New York. You know, it was New York. What do you expect? Every every everything happens in New York. You know, uh, man up. The, the, you know, go on, right? And, and so that was their reaction when we were talking to But when 9-11 occurred, the attitude changed. It, it, it didn't matter if you were a small town in Mississippi, if you were in Biloxi, if you were in Atlanta, Georgia, if you were in New Orleans, or, 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 or if you were in Dallas, or if you were Beverly Hills, or Chicago, or New York, everybody. It, you know, we all pull together as a nation, and, and I'm saying if, if we could, you know, have that spirit 24/7, it would do wonders for us. You know, but uh, then again, I, I don't know how you uh, you bring bring that back. So uh, I, I like to remember how people changed. People joined the military. People became firefighters, people became police officers, uh, people helped out, uh, neighbors looked out for neighbors. Uh, that was the spirit. I mean, you remember that, right? You remember how people pulled together after nine eleven.
2: Yeah, but I, I want to ask you something, though, about that, especially people joining the military. So you had people that were – Angry, or you know, wanted, or just felt like they they wanted to do something, and the only thing they could. There's some people that joined the military because of that. Do you think the people, some of the people that joined the military, do you think they were ready or had the right mindset in joining the military? Because it's more than a notion to to sign up to possibly
1: end up going to war.
2: So you have to be kind of like a little bit more than just
1: angry, right? Well, no, but I think they want they wanted to protect their country. They wanted to serve okay. their country. I, I think that 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 spirit, uh, you know, uh, happened. I, I think I think we're losing a lot of that today. Um, I, I don't think people look at it uh, the nation in that sense, but um, uh, you know. That's something I, I, I think that I that was a, a wonderful part of that experience, the horror and, and then the beauty of people pulling together uh, that that, you know, people didn't look in terms of skin color. They didn't look in terms of gender, they didn't look in terms of any the, the distinguishing characteristics, which causes issues today, uh, you know. I, I, I give you an example of what I mean by that. After the 93 bombing, uh, New York set up a system, and that was part of this, where we went around to hospitals training people that if there's an attack, that you triage the person outside the hospital. You don't bring them into the emergency room. As you bring them into the emergency room, you can infect everybody, right? Well, when 9-11 occurred, the hospitals threw all of that protocol out the window, and they just took people in. They didn't know if they were exposed to any kind of radiation or anything that would be harmful to others or a chemical or biological element. And and so that that showed that that people just didn't care. You know, the best symbolization of that, we see it here in New York, and you might see it on television, is with 9-11. They have what they call tunnel to towers, where you had a fireman uh, put on his suit. 40 pounds in equipment and run across the tunnel into New York, running into the building and died, save, trying to save people. Where I live, we had a similar uh, fireman who put on his gear, went to the city, died. We have a memorial statue in front of our firehouse, uh, memorialized that. So I'm saying the, the, the beauty uh, of people just saying, uh, I, you know, look at all of the uh, people who worked the pile exposing themselves. We have now, we lost over 3,000 people on 9-11. We're losing equal and greater number now are dying from cancer because they worked that pile. I had two of my close friends that died because of that. I, I know someone, uh, I have to get off at uh, noon because I have to run over to university and be giving a memorial lecture on that. But I, I know someone in the pharmaceutical industry who, who are involved with the cancer uh, treatments and drugs has so many patients who are fighting and that who are going to be dying now because of their selfless working on that pile without a mask, not 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 caring, you know? So right, you, you know what I'm saying? And we, not... Yeah, and we have
2: first responders that are not only dealing with uh, physical health issues but mental
1: health oh, issues
2: yeah. from what they
1: witnessed. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I sometimes, a certain odor will trigger will trigger the smell I remember down there or, you know, or, or a certain event, and it bring back a memory of that. Uh, you know, I, I just, I remember being down there right after and walking around and walking in the neighborhoods where I was able to get in, because I had, I had my press credentials and this, and I was, but I, I remember people walking around. It looked like, you know, a zombie apocalypse, apocalypse. They looked like zombies, people walking around. you know. I, and, and you saw the tanks, the tanks going down Fifth Avenue, New York. You, you saw F-16s flying over New York. I mean, th- th- these are things you, you never get out of your mind, you know. And, and I remember sitting, reporting, and looking down at buildings and seeing body parts laying there. Ugh. People were jumping out. You know that people were jumping out of buildings. Yeah, you know, running and dying and burned to death like that. Uh, I, I mean, it was. It's, you know, God rest yeah. help us. You know, and yeah. uh, I never. I know you got to go. Yeah. yeah,
2: I know you got to go soon. I wanted to get your take on security protocols since then. Are we ready mm-hmm. for? Another similar attack? You no. Know, there are. okay. No. I, I didn't think so either.
1: That. But yeah, right. I think lessons learned we forget. But you know what? I'll tell you something, what I'm going to say, and please, I hope your listeners don't take this the wrong way. That's the beauty of our country, you know? Uh, to some extent, it's the beauty, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. People here wait till, you know, it's like, you 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 go to, you support a, a sports franchise and they lose all the time, but you always think it's going to be better next year. I mean that that's that's nice that people right that people think that way. Right. And quite frankly, I I, I I'll, I'll give you food for thought. We've apprehended over a hundred individuals coming across our southern border who are on our terrorist watch list, and that's the ones we've apprehended. Mm-hmm. Go know the number who've gotten, who've gotten through. Do you know now we're getting people coming across our southern border from Russia because they they are going to, So, in answer to your question, uh, yes, we're, we we have more sophisticated means and things, but are, are we really that ready? No, no. And our enemies uh, have all the time in the world. They just don't. You know, it's it's not quick. They they could come back and hit us ten fifteen years from now, you know what I'm saying? They haven't they haven't gone away. They haven't gone and
2: away. And is the is the enemy the one that we hear about all the time? I guess that's what no. I want to know too.
1: No, not necessarily. I, I think okay. I think one of the biggest enemies now is that maybe you know you could call me again and we could talk about this. Is what's happening in Ukraine? I, I think that the terrorism. that Putin is inflicting on a civilian population, I think that is a threat that's going to come to haunt us if it's not stopped. I I think a lot of the Al Qaeda that, yeah, it's a threat, but I think we face more of a threat from uh, uh, Russia and China than we do from Al Qaeda. Okay. All right. Wanted to know. So um, what's the name of your book? Name of my book? Uh, well, I'm working on a new one now. I don't have a title. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, All right. you'll, yeah. I, I, I you'll have to come back on. I I you'll have to come back on when you're done. Yeah. I I, 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 I wish we could talk on under more pleasant circumstances, but it's always an honor to uh, be on your show, and uh, thank you so much for the way you handle an interview. You are. You really are. God bless you. You.
2: Really appreciate that. And you can come back on any time. We don't have to talk about it. We'll find something else to talk about
1: for sure. I I, I will text you some topics, okay? You take care. Okay, cool. Thanks. Okay. Appreciate it. Bye. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
2: That was author and doctor and professor Harvey Kushner, uh, terrorism expert, and uh, we are going to take a quick break If you want to talk about 9-11 or if there's something else you want to talk about, uh, join the conversation. The number is 516-387-1944. What do you remember? What stuck with you? And what do you think should be happening now in the wake of what happened over 22 years ago? This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. And we will be right back.
1: Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula
2: has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty... Everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar. Or It's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. Well, it's not afternoon yet. I guess I'm rushing that agenda, <laughs> but uh, good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today, and we want to thank um, Dr. Harvey Wolf-Kushner for joining us to have a, a brief discussion about what's going on. You know, he's uh, busy. Because I mean, I guess terrorism, unfortunately, never sleeps, Um and so and i know it's a topic that we kind of almost you know we don't want to necessarily forget it in the sense that we want to be vigilant but we kind of almost wish we could kind of forget it uh just so it it just doesn't make us so uncomfortable and so it and it doesn't hurt so much but um you know we're we're still got to remember it because we still need to um move forward and grow, and, and unfortunately there's always uh, someone to watch out for that just uh, doesn't know how to, let's say, resolve issues in a diplomatic way, you know, so instead they you know, they plan to do you harm, uh, you know, that happens unfortunately on a personal level as well as on a nationwide level, so you, you always have to keep watch, you always have to be vigilant um, you don't have to be paranoid, and you don't have to look at everybody with a side eye, you know, but just but – just, um, uh, it would be nice if we were better prepared, um, and hopefully that's a conversation we can have later on in terms of how we can be better pre- prepared. So anyway, we are going to go, and uh, thanks for being with us. Hopefully talk tomorrow. Have a blessed day. This has been G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.
0: Get up on your feet in here. Up your mouth. Come on. You gotta say something. right here. These little evalues got us in trouble. Hey! Where my old school at? Where my old school at? If you 37 and above, you old school. Just keep that baseline going. Hey! Open your mouth! Open your mouth! Come on, let's go! Open your mouth! You gotta open up! Clapping is good, but you got to get the word out. Get the word out. It's the word. It's the word.